Hey guys, welcome back to Here's Why I'm Crying. This is your host, Lauren. I don't know why I tried to do a thing. I always tried to do a thing and it all, I'm always weird. Why am I always so weird? Um, okay. Well, welcome back. <laughs> um, so as I've mentioned to you guys, this podcast will take turns being about many different uh, things. Most of them will have something to do with living a creative life, but not all of them. Some of them will be about living a sensitive life. Um, I know that a lot of what I've had to talk about recently has been um, about my band, uh, but this is not the Panda Forces podcast, and I have also talked to you about a novel I'm trying to get published, but exciting uh, topic, I also write poetry, so I don't know if I've really talked too much about that before, um, but I, I do, and um, I have been writing and reading a lot of poetry lately. It is what has been feeding my soul and what my soul has been giving back. I am sort of loving this phase. At first, I think I really kind of fought it and was frustrated because I was like, you don't need to write poems. <laughs> you need to finish one of your freaking short stories. Um, which, I mean, I have, I have two finished short stories, but, you know, I needed to finish a third one that was a little longer because I was trying to submit to a certain literary magazine. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Stuff you don't care about. In the meantime, though, I, it's, I think that um, it can sometimes be a fine line uh, as to am I writing a poem or a song. But in general, my songs are quite different from my poems. Uh, my poems tend to be much more abstract. I do um, put a bit of that abstractness, is that a word? Who knows, um, into my song lyrics, and I do like to include a little bit of weirdness, um, or very, like, specific examples or ideas or metaphors into my songs, but in general, like, for example, they rhyme. Uh, my, my poems do not. Um, so, I usually do know, even from the first line, that I'm writing a poem and not a song. Uh, but usually, it's that's what starts it. As a line will just sort of come to me. Um, and so, I've had a lot of these little, like, mini poems or just, like, lines or, you know, where I've even gone on to write an entire poem. Uh, and I just haven't really, hadn't really done a ton with them until I recently uh, decided to embrace it. And give them the time that they uh, desire. So I submitted a poem to a magazine. I don't know if I... I don't know when I'll know if I got it. I'm not expecting to get it, right? Like, you never expect to get it. And so you just kind of... Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> point is... So I did, um, I did write a poem specifically for that entry... And I have also, in the meantime, been working on a chapbook, which is sort of like a mini uh, poetry book or like kind of like a zine, um, but it's not really, it's not recurring. You just make one 
Um, but it's like paper like that and you can print it right at home. And that way you have something physical to sell and also just to exhibit your poetry. And I have decided to go ahead and write one of those because lately I feel, uh, I feel like I enjoy the voice, uh, that I have been speaking in my poetry. Um, so the, the chapbook isn't completely done yet. Um, it will be done very, very soon. And I'm recording this episode a little bit in advance. Maybe it'll even be done by the time this episode airs. I don't know. Um, but for that reason, if you are interested, and I am going to read some poetry on here so that you can decide if you're interested. Um, but, you know, in advance, if you are interested in um, getting in on that, uh, do follow me on Instagram at classy ass mommy. <laughs> I, I, that's my personal Instagram page. Um, and that's also my Twitter name. Don't DM me on Twitter cause I probably will miss it. But, uh, you could either uh, message or comment something on Instagram or you can message Panda Forces on Instagram or Facebook, or you can um, email us at Panda Forces Band. All of those are great ways to get in touch with me, and I will um, let you know the info on the chat book. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I thought for this episode it would just be fun to read some poetry. So I am going to start out with reading you uh, what was my favorite poem for many, many years of my life. Uh, in the 10th grade, my, um, English teacher gave us each a paper copy of this poem, and I believe that she gave us this poem to read, uh, in class when we read the book Anthem by Ayn Rand, which was one of my favorite, has been one of my favorite books ever since as well. I, I did not, I did not relate to this teacher, have any kind of chemistry with her at all, but it's funny because uh, I, like, I couldn't even tell you her name. I remember what she looks like, but I, I don't remember her at all. But, um, but I wish I did because, uh, it made an impact on me. Uh, Anthem by Ayn Rand, one of my favorite books um, that I've read, even still. And uh, I lent that book out so much, I think someone still has it. It's fine, keep it. <laughs> um, but she also, I, I believe it was when we were talking about that book that she gave us each a worksheet with uh, the poem Invictus by William Ernest Henley. And I actually kept that worksheet for many years uh, in my bedroom, and then I eventually went on to cut the words out so that, like, it wasn't a full sheet of paper and tape them to a picture frame. <laughs> it actually looks kind of cool, and I still have it that way. I don't, I know it sounds really funny instead of just putting it in the frame, but, uh, it, like, there was something in the frame already, and it, it looks cool, I promise, I guess. Maybe it's not as cool as I thought. Uh, it's fine. Anyway, so this remained to be my favorite poem until a few weeks ago. And now it is maybe my second favorite poem. So I'm going to go ahead and read that to you guys. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, 
I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So, I like that, and that hung by my bed as a teenager, and it's by my bed again as an adult. Uh, something that I can always look to when I feel a chalice. I, when I feel like I'm losing control of my life, but also maybe when I'm about to make a difficult decision. Um, yeah, I won't sit here and analyze the whole poem because if I do that, um, this will go from what was going to be a short episode to being like a really, really long episode. So I will not analyze today's selection for you. But my point is, um, that is a really great, um, really empowering piece that I love and, uh, that is special to me and will always be special to me because of what it meant for me in adolescence. So, piece number two, this is the poem that replaced Invictus for my first favorite poem, and it is A Great Wagon by Rumi, and I have to preface it by saying that there is a chunk of this poem that gets quoted a lot, and um, you'll probably know it when I get to it, uh, and that is all that I ever knew, um, because I never saw that, I saw that and then Rumi. I never saw, like, that stanza and then Rumi, a great wagon, um, and so I just didn't know that it was a longer poem um, I mean, I guess anyone who really, like, got into Rumi would know, but I just hadn't. Um, my exposure to poetry has been kind of funny, uh, and just random, um, and Rumi is quite older than a lot of the poetry that I've read, um, and I'm just a person who gets into things in sporadic bursts. Uh, even, like, with music, like, I'll love a song by a band, and then I'll listen to, like, two more songs by them, love them, and then never listen to a full album by them. I'm, it's terrible. I've been trying to become better about that as a person lately. But, um, it's just, I get very excited about things, and then something else comes along, and I'm very excited about it. So, I haven't been great, uh, in the past at, like, studying any one particular thing, whether it was artists or poets or genres of poetry or poetry as a whole. It's just like, oh, this poem's amazing, whatever. Um, but, um, anyway, I am now currently just obsessed. I think Rumi has created the most beautiful poetry. So, I will now read to you A Great Wagon by Rumi. When I see your face, the stone starts spinning. You appear, all studying wanders. I lose my place. Water turns pearly. Fire dies down and doesn't destroy. 
In your presence, I don't want what I thought I wanted, those three little hanging lamps. Inside your face, the ancient manuscripts seem like rusty mirrors. You breathe, new shapes appear, and the music of a desire as widespread as spring begins to move like a great wagon. Drive slowly, some of us walking alongside our lame. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. The breeze at dawn has secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. People are going back and forth across the door sill where the two worlds touch. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. I would love to kiss you. The price of kissing is your life. Now my loving is running toward my life, shouting, What a bargain! Let's buy it. Daylight full of small dancing particles and the one great turning our souls are dancing with you without feet they dance can you see them when i whisper in your ear they try to say what you are spiritual or sexual they wonder about solomon and all of his wives in the body of the world they say there is a soul and you are that but we have ways within each other that will never be said by anyone. Come to the orchard in spring. There's light and wine and sweethearts in the pomegranate flowers. If you do not come, these do not matter. If you do come, these do not matter. <sighs> I love it so much, guys. I think that is the most beautiful poem I have ever heard or read. I enjoy reading it, and I also enjoy listening to it. Um, and I also enjoy reading it aloud. <laughs> I think it's a, just every time it hits differently. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I don't even have one favorite part. There are several favorite parts that I have. But what I will say is that... Uh, there are a few different lines that will just hit me throughout the day ever since I read the full thing. Um, and the biggest one is, uh, don't go back to sleep. Um, I do, he is specifically talking about the early hours of the morning when that is mentioned. And, uh, a lot of this poem is this poem. It's a love poem in no small way. Um, but it is also a bit about loving um, this world and this life. And every morning since I have read that full poem, um, if I if I happen to wake early, 
I hear those words in my mind, don't go back to sleep. And I don't, guys. I have been getting up early most mornings. Um, and it's amazing. It is amazing. I'm a morning person. I never would have thought that um, in earlier years of my life that that would be me. Um, but I am like, that is the time when I'm happiest, the time when I'm most productive. And it's also a very special time to have to myself um, because my husband's not a morning person. And though he does have to get up a bit early uh, for his job, sometimes I'll still uh, naturally wake before him. And, you know, and before my son, which is new and exciting, he's also sleeping a little later these days. But um, what that means is that that is time for me to be alone and watch the sunrise or be alone and make a cup of coffee as the sun's beginning to, you know, stream through the window or hear the birds and really hear them because there's no other sound in the house. And since no one's up, I'm not going to play music or podcast. I'm just being quiet and being still. And I've allowed myself to read a book or sit down and just relax. Um, and so in that way and in other ways, this has been transformative for me. Um, when I am enjoying small moments like something like the way that the grass feels on my feet because I've taken to not wearing shoes when I run outside to throw something like to throw trash in the garbage can or you know whatever little thing I might be running off the um onto the deck for or whatever if I feel if I step into my yard and I feel the cool grass on my feet I can hear in my mind um you know the bit about there are many ways to uh, kneel and kiss the ground. And I love that. Um, I hear that when I'm hiking or, you know, when I'm taking my son for a nature walk. So those moments have just been sort of transformed for me from being something little that I enjoy to being, for me, reminding myself that I, that is my way of like worshiping in a way and of truly appreciating this life and um it's hard to explain but that line has really changed that for me um and another thing unrelated that I'd love to give credit that has um sort of just on a similar note created more like gratitude in my life has just been the uh, wonderful podcast so if you guys have never listened to it please do um it's honestly just two incredible people listing wonderful things. I've got, I've learned a lot of great music that way um, and fun facts, but mostly I listen to it because they're happy and it makes me happy and it makes me think about a small uh, little pieces of my day that I enjoy so much differently. And they have a Facebook group that I've joined as well, which has also uh, been transformative because, you know, all day you're getting notifications about people enjoying small pieces of their lives. Um, so sorry to just go off on that note, but I, I just wanted to share since I was talking about, you know, being grateful. Um, so yeah, I can't, I cannot say enough about a great wagon by Rumi. I can't, um, all I can do is hope that you enjoyed that reading of it. Ah, and then the last poem that I have for you guys is mine. Um, I know, right? Way to like say here the two greatest poems that have influenced me and then here's mine um way to build myself up like to disappoint you guys <laughs> uh so I do hope that you like it but um anyway this 
this poem is off of um, the chat book that I'm making. So if you like it, again, just follow me, message me, um, whatever. Um, I will have those for sale soon. Okay. So this poem is called Speak Easy Heart. I have a speakeasy heart, three knocks and a password, dimly lit and creaking, absinthe on drip, drop, drip on sugar, on your tongue, on the part of the evening that fogs windows and sobers minds, if there were windows to fog. I have a speakeasy heart, words flowing like whiskey, made in bathtubs, made in closets, made available for a price, quite negotiable, quite dangerous. I have a speakeasy heart, old and haunted, creep and wind down, ghostly barback, wiping wood bare, dry and ritualistic, bare because no one ever knocks. All right, guys, I hope you liked it, and I hope you enjoyed this shorter episode with just some of the things that fill my heart. Like, I'm smiling right now. It's very silly, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow, give me a follow and a like if you'd like to keep up, and I'd love to hear your favorite poems. I would really very much enjoy that. Um, so if you've got any, uh, that you like, please do send them my way. And then let's go ahead and wrap up with our weekly quote. Okay, so appropriate on this episode, the quote I have is a Yates quote, and it's, um, from the Celtic Twilight, um, and it's from A Teller of Tales. It says, let us go forth the tellers of tales and seize whatever prey the heart long for and have no fear. Everything exists, everything is true, and the earth is only a little dust under our feet. Alright, thanks guys.